This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It should not be considered medical, nutritional, psychological, or any other form of advice. If you need specific advice, please consult a professional. Imagine your ideal life. Are you living it? If not, why not? Let me guess. You feel unmotivated, fearful, tired. These things may be true, but the question stands. Are you going to allow your current feelings to keep you from living your ideal life? Don't let your dream die. The choice is yours. And today, you're going to choose to step out and get after it. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Peace and Purpose podcast. And today we have got a special guest for you. This man is incredible. He was the sports chaplain for the Philadelphia Eagles football team. Uh, he also he, he then turned to writing and created the blog Fatherhood on the Fly. And uh, this is a blog where he gives motivation and also just little guidelines for, for new fathers and, and I guess fathers of any age in that, in that regard. And most recently, he turned to writing the book Slave No More. This book is designed to dismantle limiting beliefs and help you to live the life that you want. Uh, that book is going to be coming out on January 4th, so be on the lookout for that. So, without further ado, Paul Henderson. All right, Paul, what's going on, man? Hey, man, things are going well. Uh, you know, a, a, another day, another day in life, man, and I'm excited to, to, to keep living life one day at a time. <laughs> Yeah, you you were telling me uh, pre-recording. You were saying you had a crazy day with uh, at school today. Oh man, yeah. So so at school, I'm in administration, and um, you know, I, I absolutely love love what I do. You know, having an opportunity on a daily basis to be able to, uh, you know, to pour in the lives of students, and you know, and to be an encouragement. You know, but every once in a while, the reality of the job and, you know, being in administration and being over the behavioral aspects of my job, you know, like I am, is uh, part of the challenge is, you know, sometimes students aren't making good decisions. And it's my job to hold them accountable, um, you know, with their decision making. And, and then, you know, if, if there are consequences involved, that, that falls on me as well. Uh, that part's not as fun, uh, but at the same time, it's, it's part of how we get to develop you know how how we have to develop our you know our youth, right? Well, cool, man. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, so you guys heard a little bit about Paul in the intro to give you a little bit of taste um, for what this guy's about. So we're just gonna jump right into the questions that I've got for you today. Before we get into that, our sponsor has a very special opportunity for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and I am really happy about that because. The podcast probably would have never come to fruition without my own experience at therapy. So, you know, we got started when I first ever overcame my anxiety, and, and I wanted to show others how I relieved my pain. And the fact is, when I was at my lowest, you know, when I felt so uncomfortable and had no idea what I should do or what was going to make me happy, I started therapy. And in the months following, I learned so much about myself to the point that I was able to set my sails and, and start moving towards relief. And 
regardless, without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. But the good news is, therapy works. It, it did for me. So you, you might be asking, what is therapy? And the answer is, it's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work or you're struggling to deal with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles so that you can start feeling better because, frankly, you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help because BetterHelp provides customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even 24-7 live chat sessions with your professionally selected therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Plus, being able to log into your account and send a message to your therapist at any time is a great perk. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Also, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. I have a feeling that you'll find a therapist that fits your needs because there are over 20,000 therapists available through BetterHelp. Join the millions of people worldwide who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And here's the best part. BetterHelp has also made a special offer to our listeners. You will receive 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com forward slash peace and purpose. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com forward slash peace and purpose and the forward slash peace and purpose is important because that's what gives you your 10% off and it helps you to support our podcast so right now google search betterhelp.com forward slash peace and purpose tap the get started button in the top right corner of the screen thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show so i'm going to ask this to all my guests this season you know we've been talking about goal setting and the like. So I just wanted to ask you, what is your system around, you know, choosing what you're going to do next, uh, choosing your daily things that are getting you to the next step that you want to get to? What, what's your goal setting system? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great question, Corbin. And, um, you know, so I, I look at goals, um, you know, you have your, your long-term goals and then you, you have, have your short-term goals. Um, the, the way I like to look at my goals is I, I look at everything that I have on my plate and I try to figure out what's most important, okay? What's most important? For example, every day, um, you know, for example, I have my, my school day. Every single day I'm in school, I have a list of things that I have to accomplish that day. I go through that list on a daily basis and I say, what is absolutely, um, you know, what, what is absolutely critical for me to accomplish that day? So I know that my focus needs to be there. So, you know, if, if the things get out of whack, I know, hey, something else might be able to wait until tomorrow. But this absolutely has to be done today. Um, you know, I think it was in the book I read, um, I want to say how I raised myself from failure to success in, in, in selling. It, it talked about 
the importance of knowing what is most important to accomplish. And um, that, that's that's something I, I, I've learned, and it's been uh, it's, it's it's been so critical for me, you know, in my growth journey. So, how do you you said determining what things are important and then capitalizing on those? What's your method for determining what is important? Okay, so like for example, right now I have have I have a couple of things, um, you know, going going on here. Um, you know, so I'm I'm an author as well, and, and, and you you heard about that in, in my intro. My my official book release date is is January fourth. I have a few things that I have to get done before then, outside of my job, because my job is you know that's something I have to do on a daily basis that that helps provide for my family, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but I know in the process I have a speaking opportunity, you know, at my church here, you know, in a couple of weeks, so I have to prepare for that. I have blogs that um, have blogs that I want to be sure that I'm writing and I want to be sure that I'm keeping up with my social media. So what I have to do on a daily basis is figure out what has to be done today and what might be able to not necessarily what uh, not necessarily go on the back burner, but what might be I might be able to hold off on for maybe just a just just a couple of days. But um, if there's something that has to be done today, I have to be sure to put that right amount of focus and right amount of a right amount of effort there, um, knowing that once today is gone, today is gone, and I and I don't get it back. So if I if I have a like a social media post or a social media thing that I have to do that will help me to get to my you know eventual goal. Let's be sure that gets done today. One thing I've learned about a back burner, uh, Corbin, is this. The back burner is still cooking, okay? It's, it's still cooking. But it's, that, it's not, that, that may not be the, 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 uh, the ingredient or the dish that I'm focusing on right now, okay? So I had to focus on what's in, in front of me. My, my, sales, my sales manager, I got to give her credit, Courtney. She, she's awesome, and she helped me with that a few years ago, a couple years ago. I love that metaphor. <laughs> I, yeah. I, absolutely. I've, I've never even heard it, you know, because you hear a lot about the back burner, but you don't, yeah. I've never heard somebody complete the metaphor like that. That is right. super neat. Yeah, it's like, it's always, it's still cooking, but you, you're figuring out the things that need to happen on a daily basis. Like right. you said, like, especially with the social media marketing, that sort of stuff, like, that's just a, a has to be there consistently i think for that to be effective like the the half-life on that is so short so that that's super interesting i love it i love it um so that's sort of how you proceed so i also wanted this is a big point that i know a lot of people run into um and so i just wanted to hear your take on this so i think a common sticking point whenever somebody sets out to go okay i'm gonna accomplish this thing maybe um, I'm going to release my book in, in January or, or whatever. Um, and you notice like in the process you're getting discouraged or you're lacking confidence. You're not seeing like these external results. Mm-hmm. What's your method of like getting through that? Because I see that a lot of people sort of get stuck there and then, and then give up. So what, what are your thoughts on that? Oh man, that's, that's, that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, actually, uh, so, you know, like you just mentioned, my, my book is, Due to be released in January, January fourth, and I'm actually going through a um, a publisher. It's a hybrid hybrid publishing company, Morgan James Publishing. Uh, they they've been great for me. Uh, but when I initially signed with them, it was last year. You know, it was last year. I think it was around um, maybe November of last year. So right right around a year ago, um, I had my interview. I thought everything went well. 
prior to you know prior to that interview i thought that i was going to self-publish uh, now my my book does take place like um you know within within the christmas season so i thought it'd be awesome to to be able to release this book in christmas of 2020. now it turned out not to be that way i i, I approached my publisher and i said hey you know i would love for my book to be re released this way and they said paul i'm sorry it's, it's just not going to happen that way it's not that we don't want your book to be released during this time, but the reality is we aren't able to do it with the excellence that, that it would take in order for us to release this book during this time. So I was a bit I was a bit discouraged, uh, Corbin. I, I was a bit discouraged. I was I was a bit bummed out because I just knew it was going to be uh, you know released during that time. But here's the thing. By taking by taking a step back, you know, by by taking a step back. I was actually able to look at my book and along with my editor, we were able to strengthen what was there, okay? So now it's a much better product than what I had a year ago. Um, it's a much better product and a year later, after speaking with my publisher and working with them, even though the book is set during Christmas time, after they read it and really got a feel for what my book is about, they said, your book is actually a, a good book for the beginning of January because it's all about conquering and conquering the master that was within, almost like that whole new year, new you. So they saw things, they're like they're they're the experts. They saw things and I'm glad I, I was patient. I'm, I'm glad I was patient because they know what they're doing. Um, yes, was I a bit bummed when it wasn't uh, you know released last, last December, I, I was, but I had to choose to find a positive in this situation, one, we have a much better product now. And two, I'm working with experts who know the market and they know uh, what the people out there are, 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 look, are looking for. So, um, yeah, so it, 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 that was really good. And it's, 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 it's actually turned out to be a great thing. A brief interruption to your regularly scheduled programming. But this is necessary because I have a very important question for you. Are you satisfied with your current situation? Be honest with yourself. If not, buy my book, Unconventional, Anxious to Alive. Through this book, you will understand how to figure out what you want, muster the courage to chase what you want, and eventually get what you want. The book contains activities that will help you to accomplish each of these objectives. The book also contains strategies that help you to eliminate tasks that take up your valuable time. I'll explain what to look for in friends and how to consume a high-quality information diet so that you can live life on your terms. Plus, the book is an easy read, so readers and non-readers alike can take advantage of the opportunity. The ebook is only $9.99 and the paperback is only $14.99. You could borrow that from a 10-year-old. So hit up little Johnny down the street and buy Unconventional Anxious to Alive anywhere books are sold. I'll leave the link in the description. So it sounds to me like there's an element of training yourself to find the positive in those situations and an element yeah. of trust. A absolutely. A training yourself to find the positive, that's something that, that I've, I've been big on um you know i've had some of my mentors encourage me in that same manner to okay and in every adversity i read this in a book in every adversity there is a seed of equal or greater benefit if you have a positive attitude so one thing that i've always looked to do is okay these are the cars that are dealt to me 
what it, they may not be appealing at first, but what can I found, find good in, in this in this uh, hand of cards that's dealt, dealt to me? So definitely having that positive mindset and uh, finding the good in every situation has been very critical for me. Yeah. What, what would you recommend people to do to sort of build that up? Like, you know, build up that ability to like any situation they see, it's like, boom, there's the pot. Like have that be the automatic thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's something that it may not come overnight uh, um, because I think some of us are, are typically, um, you know, you, you say you have optimist, optimist or, or, or pessimist, you know, half glass, half full. Um, you know, a lot of times the, 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 the pessimist or they may say I'm not, they, a lot of times a pessimist may not call themselves a pessimist. They'll say I'm a realist, <laughs> you know, um, right. <laughs> pessimist doesn't sound good. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> But you, but you know, um, anybody that I know, because I think I'm, I'm naturally an optimistic person, anybody that I know that perhaps was not naturally optimistic, what they what they did in order to make that change or make that transition was they got around people who had a positive outlook on life and they allowed that to influence them, you know, to see the positive in, in every situation. Um, and quite honestly, even though I believe I have a positive outlook on life, being around more people like that has also encouraged me and, and helped me to, because because that reality is, even though I may have that positive outlook, sometimes I may get a little discouraged. <laughs> you know, I, I, that doesn't mean I, I still get discouraged and I have to be sure that I'm keeping the right people, you know, in, in my ear to encourage me, you know, of, of how to look at things in a proper, proper manner. Okay, so guys, listeners, you heard what he just said. That that's an important point. So, like with the with the discouragement, whenever you're moving towards a goal, prepare for that moment because it will come. Like he just said, even he gets discouraged at this point, even though the book's you know coming out and all these things are happening. Make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who have a positive attitude, aka they think that good things are going to happen in the future, as opposed to ah, oh, it's never going to work because it because there was a delay. So. Take that one home. Pay very close attention to that. Definitely worth repeating. Cool. Um, so, this is an interesting little question that I like to ask people. Um, so, we're talking about goals, and goals are usually built in, you know, at least for me, I have this image of the life that I want, and then I'm sort of taking actions to move towards goals that help to facilitate that. With you... What what are the things that you think are most important, and what do you want your life to look like in, let's say, I don't know, twenty years? Twenty years. So, um, so just to kind of put that in perspective, um, I'm thirty six years old now. Um, my wife and I we've been married for ten years as of a month ago, like like literally one month ago from the day we're recording. Uh, was we've been married for ten years. Um, my my Congrats. Four, thank you so much. I have four children. Uh, my oldest will be nine tomorrow. Uh, then I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. Um, the very, the very, the most important thing for me is one. Twenty years from now, I can say that I've been married for thirty years. You know, and then from from there, you know, just seeing my children, um, you know, being, you know, growing into successful, you know, respectful, honorable adults honorable young men in society if if, if those two things ha, have have been done I, I, I feel like I've accomplished you know I feel like I've accomplished a lot now um, 
from you know that 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 means that 20 years from now my my book will be 20 years old so hopefully my 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 hope and prayer is that it's still having it's it's still having an, an impact an impact on the lives of people all over that that what absolutely I, I don't know that i'll still be working in a school at that point i, I don't know but i know right. my book will be here at 20 years down the road so so hopefully that's the case absolutely cool that that is really neat man so some real deep family values that's cool that's cool and I, i'm sure you know doing the things you are doing you're you're modeling for your kids and sort of achieving that goal simultaneously with the book and all these other things so that's really neat that right. is really neat um so I saw in your your bio um, that you taught like at a alternative school. I wanted to dig into this a little bit because, because I wanted to dig into this a little bit because I saw that you taught like uh, personal development, personal finance, and all these different things. Um, and I was just curious, like if you had to make suggestions for somebody to starting at ground zero, they're trying to improve their lives, they're trying to do whatever. What suggestions would you make just as like a universal thing that you could say to people? Start with the first step. S- okay. S- start start with start with the first step. It's it's so easy to, you know, you you have all of all of these in, improvements. It's, it's it's so funny. Um I look back, that was 5 years ago I was teaching teaching that, at that alternative school. And man, that was at a very very challenging part part of my life. Um I just come um, from eight years working in the sports ministry. I did that for eight years. The year before, I was uh, actually speaking in front of professional athletes. <laughs> you know, and, and them coming up to me after I'm talking to shake my hand. And, and then the next year, I think I'm chasing, going back to my educational roots. And, and I'm like, man, I'm in this alternative school and I'm going to change the world. And, and, and uh, one year before, millionaires are shaking my hand because of something I said the next year, you know, I have, I have students throwing books at me because they, they, they can't stand my presence. <laughs> it, is, it is like, where the heck did I go wrong? But you know, it is, it's amazing Corbin what happens because eventually that school shut down and it, it, it shut down, man. And I, I, I re, just recall that time, um, where my my wife and I we were going through some challenges within our marriage and we had two children we she we, she was um expecting our third and um we ended up having a third while I was laid off I was laid off about a half a year but during that time Corbin I actually wrote Bobby was frustrated which were the first three words of my book so I took that challenging time once again, I found a positive. I actually have a little bit more time to write. And I said, what can I do on a daily basis? And I said, one step at a time, I'm going to write. Then the next night, I'm going to write a little more. And then the next night, I'm going to write a little more. You see, you don't write a whole book at, in, in one sitting. I guess maybe some people have. You write a book one word at a time. So I took that challenging time coming out of that alternative school to write one word at a time. And, and most of my most of my book was actually written during that time and coming out out of that alternative school. That is so neat. Uh, two things I want to say about that is one. I think 
there's there's sort of two phases to going after a goal. I think one is you're sort of you're planning, right? You're you're breaking it down and saying, okay, I need to do this, this, and this. I think the most part of your time needs to be focused on such the like the microscopic level. Like it needs right. to be like, okay, this sentence, right. and like your ability to not let your mind drift into the, oh, I'm not going to get this done by whenever. Allow yourself just to go into the, okay, the only thing in the world that matters right now is this sentence. Right. If you can do that, <laughs> like, that is, that's going to take you far because I think a lot of times we get stuck because we're not able to stay focused on the micro. We're right. constantly thinking about why we aren't the thing that we want to be in, like, a year or two years. So that's a cool concept. Also, I wanted to mention, you're talking about, you know, having that really rough time in your life. I relate to this a lot. And you, you started writing the book right out of that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the same exact thing happened to me with my book. So I had, like, the like the roughest part of my life happened immediately before. And, like, me crawling out of that was me writing the book. That is That is wow. so interesting. I find that... The most profound things, and especially if anybody's going through a time of discouragement or they're, you know, they're they're freaking out about some situation going on, I think that the biggest breakthroughs only happen whenever you just have like the downfall of your life, oh, like yeah. in some of those moments. So like, take that if you are in that situation. Remember, like I think I referenced a few episodes ago, like emotions are super temporary. So you know, you you'll find yourself funneling way back out again. Uh, like an ex- like a common experience like you and I had. Maybe you don't write a book out of it. You don't. That is not a that is not a requisite. But uh, you know, sort of uh, being born like the phoenix out of that, yeah. out of those ashes. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. That's cool. Well, sweet. Um, so your suggestion would be just to take it one step at a time and focus on that micro as opposed to the big macro. Okay. A- a- absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. That's great. Let me see what time. Oh, perfect. Um. So what do you see, you talk kids, um, what do you see as an effective strategy in, like for young people, let me put it this way. So like if you were fresh out of college or whatever, what would be some strategies for just like doing well and having positive experiences that you would tell a young person like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great question. One of, the, one of the biggest things that I did, one of the most impactful things that I did coming out of college was I found a mentor. Uh, I, I found a mentor. Um, I, I, rem- <laughs> I remember um, finding this mentor and this was like right around the time where I just bought my, um, I, it was 2008 and I just bought like a 2007 uh, Nissan Maxima. And man, I thought that thing was, I mean, it, it was it was black. It, it was, the, the, the tent was just, it was nice, man. And so, um, so I, uh, a friend of mine invites me who ends up being one of my mentors. He invites me to a, to a basketball game. Our, our schools were rivals in the city of Richmond. He went to the university of Richmond. I went, I went to Virginia Commonwealth university and, um, he invited me to the game. But then afterwards I'm looking at him. I said, Hey man, you need to check out my car. You need to check out my car. And <laughs> he was not impressed at all <laughs> because for him, for him, it wasn't about how nice the car was. For him, he said, "You know what, Paul? That's a lot of debt right there. Like, cause you you didn't pay for that. You didn't pay for that with cash. So, <laughs> um, right. <laughs> ha- having you know, having a mentor like that offer me perspective 
it's it's actually altered the way that that I look at what's nice versus what's what's the most important. Um, mentors also they give you a perspective um, that you that you may not see or that you may not have have considered because more than likely they've been where you've been they probably made some of the mistakes that you're about to make or that you've made and they figured out a way to overcome those things so i, I would definitely encourage any young person um and any young adult to to definitely find, find a mentor find that person that's that's in life where you would like to be and man just see what you can to see what you can do to tack on to them and you know ask good questions don't be afraid to ask questions um you know because more than likely, there there are a lot of people out there that are willing to share, you know, willing to share their knowledge, willing to share their wisdom because they want to see you, they want to see you do well. Okay, gotcha. So, as far as a, like a search criteria, I guess you could say, like you're looking for someone who's where you want to be. Absolutely. Is that is that what you're okay? Absolutely. Um, and and how did you find your your mentor? How did you how did you meet this guy? Well, well, he, he, we were friends. Um, I actually met him at my, my church while we were in college. We went to the same church for a little while. Um, and then one day, I mean, we both had in common that we loved going to college basketball games. And our, our schools at the time were, I mean, we, we were both pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, I think the next year, within the next couple of years, we, we both went to the Sweet 16, um, which was, and, I, and at my school, ended up going to the Final Four. You know, his school didn't make it there, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, no, um, no big deal, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but um, what, what ended up happening was I saw where he was in life. It just kind of, it kind of just happened. Um, now, at the same time, I have another mentor in my life. Now, he's an, an older guy. I see where he is with his family. I see where he is with his marriage. I see where see where he is with his character. And, you know, I and I see that and I'm attracted to that. So we talk and I say, hey, would you willing to be would you be willing to walk walk alongside me? Because here's the thing, Corbin. I'm an author now. I'm a I'm a I'm a published author. You know the book is. You know I have it right here. You can see it. The listeners can't see it, but you can see it, right? Bang. Um, the reality is is that I, I'll be I'm more than likely I'll be speaking at different places, but I always want to be sure that my character is intact. So, what person who has a solid life can I invite into my life and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. Hey. This is my, my wife and I are going through a challenge. Can, can you provide some perspective? You know, and, and, and I tell you what, man, it, it's, it's been such a blessing to have that in my life uh, for people who want to see me do well, who want to see my family be successful. Because without my family's success, you know, what success really is ha having this thing here. And um, yeah, so I, that, that, that's, that's something that's very important to me. Cool. Cool. So finding somebody you admire and and building a relationship with them and absolutely that's, that's really neat so last question i got for you sure. this is always a fun one i like to end on so if you could create a billboard you have one phrase on it the entire world can see it what phrase would you put on the billboard one day at a time one day at a time beautiful cool man um Throw out some things. Where can people find your like your work, what you're doing, the book, all that good stuff? Yeah, so so uh, my my website is paulanthonyhenderson.com, and then you know once you're there, you'll see a link to my blog, my Instagram page. Um, you'll see a copy 
uh, you, you see a, uh, links to where you can get my book. You can pretty much get it from any 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 uh, retailer, any online retailer. It's currently available as an ebook, and then the official release date for the, the hard copies will be January fourth. And once again, you can get it from anywhere: Barnes and Noble, Books a Million. Um, you know, you can get it from Amazon, of course. Uh, so yeah, that's where you'll be able to find it. It's that slave no more, conquering the master within. And uh, so paulanthonyhenderson.com. And then from there, you'll be able to see, uh, you know, all of my stuff there. And, um, you know, so hopefully you're encouraged by it. Cool. Guys, do yourself a favor. January 4th, put it in your calendar, y'all. We got to get it. And you, you guys have pre-orders available? Absolutely. It's, it's currently available as a pre-order. And then it's, it's also available. It's, it's, all, it's already available as ebook. Yes. All right. So you guys know what to do. I'm not going to... You know, honor system here. <laughs> All right, but cool. Paul, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was really a joy. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Corbin. And listeners, we will see you in the next episode. We've got three more lovely guests coming on in this extended version of Season 3, and we look forward to uh, being in your ear again in the next episode. Surprise, it's me. Don't miss another episode of the podcast by subscribing and turning on podcast notifications. If you don't know how to do that, the podcast notification part, you can fiddle with your podcast notifications by accessing the notifications tab in your device settings. Thank you for joining us on the Peace and Purpose Podcast.